Hey, everybody. The Max and Tony Show, episode 25. 25. We made it to 25. That's pretty cool. The quarter century mark, my friend. The quarter mark, yeah. And uh, next week will be the half year mark. Holy cow, really? Yeah. yeah. Really? Six months? 26, 26 weeks, right? Yeah. 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 50, we should do. Uh, <laughs> Oh, we should do a little something special for them. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I wanted to do another burning questions. I, I thought maybe, you know, maybe for the halfway mark, we could get these these questions. We, we'll answer 26 <laughs> questions. I don't, I don't think know. we have 26 listeners. Yeah, damn it. <laughs> oh. Well, we got someone. We got, we got someone's out there listening. Someone has a question. There we go. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know. Have you not been getting any responses on the website? No questions coming in via the website? Is that what you're trying to tell me? Uh, we, you know, maybe I should check. Maybe, maybe oh. I should check. Yeah, that's an idea. That might help. So how proud are you of all the kids who marched out of their high schools yesterday? Oh, I'm very proud, considering yeah, one of those there. high schools was my alma mater, Whitney Young. Good man. And, uh, you know, in my senior year, we actually did the same thing, except I, I, had, a, I had an in-school suspension, so I couldn't, I couldn't walk out. Or I guess I, really? maybe, maybe I could have, but I think I would have gotten more... Or in school Shit, suspension. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, more in another in school suspension. You know, when I was sort. in high school, they go, you're suspended. You can't come to school for three days. And it was like, oh, boo-hoo. Yeah. Fucking hurt me. Oh, <laughs> you my know? God, yeah. Well, it's like a three-day pass, man. It was, it was, I started intentionally getting suspended. Yeah, the whole reason I had that uh, in school suspension is because I skipped the Saturday school. And I was like, oh, well, if I skip the Saturday school, they're just going to suspend me. So then the next day, I was like, Mom, I'm just, just call me an absent because they're probably going to suspend me today anyway because I missed the Saturday school. And they were like, oh, Wait, wait, yeah. wait, wait. What the fuck was Saturday school? Uh, you got it, you know, for, like, attendance or, like, uh, you know, you, you it's like a demerit. You know, you go to school on Saturday for, like, three hours from, like, six to nine. And what do you do? Just punch the fucking clown over? No, I mean, like... I was like, well, I guess I'll just sit here. But this guy, who actually was my gym teacher, he was like, yeah, you know, you got to do something. You got to read a book or something. So you just pick up a textbook and be like, this is my book. Just say, look, and just go ring out your you. jock strap. Yeah, well, you know. Yeah, that, was, that wasn't cool. But uh, what was cool was seeing all those kids march out. Uh, for, you know, our purpose when we marched out, it was for budget cuts for CPS uh -huh. teachers. And this was Right when Rahm Emanuel had taken office and all the cuts started just coming yeah. and coming. And uh, actually, um, a lot of my teachers that year were uh, not going to be there the next year. And uh, Really? Yeah, so the, the march out was... You had some pretty cool teachers over yeah, there. Yeah, I really did. And they were, I mean, who, who's every, who everyone the... on that staff was fully supporting the walkout. And I'm sure everyone supported the walkout. The, yesterday uh, this was whitney young yes yeah. it so, was on loomis is that on loomis it's i mean the it's school Jackson, the school has three loomis buildings and... it's on so many streets it has so but many it, ways to enter the school but it's, it's right there north of the expressway by the oh yeah yeah it is yeah. it is on loomis it's um you know it, it 
what's the what's the other street? I guess Racine Jackson. is another. Yeah, Jackson is Racine. the main street. It's right yeah. by where they train the baby cops too. Right, yeah. right. It's yeah. by yeah. It's by a police station. It's by a police academy. It's you know. It's, so it, safety wise, I mean, it, it's pretty good in that department. But I mean, you know, I mean, who's to stop any? deranged person from you know yeah, no walking shit. into a school yeah. and doing that you know you can a have teacher so with much... a gun yeah. yeah oh god Sarcastic well they had people. some teacher with a gun wound somebody the other day and they <laughs> said the only uh the only guy who can stop a bad teacher with a gun is a good teacher with a gun it's like oh okay so you have two teachers in a room and if one guy goes a little nuts the other guy shoots him well, I there don't get go. the whole it theory. Like a routine. I never got the whole theory. It sounds of like, like an Abbott and Costello thing. I, I never got the theory of someone, <laughs> you know, uh, doing this, like performing this massacre, and then someone has this bright idea of pulling out their gun and trading bullets back with, you know, the person who's who's causing this. And then you well, have the two Florida, different directions Florida, of, of bullets there. In Florida, the school, like, deputy fucking hid. Oh, God. He, like, ran away. You know, well, I mean, I mean, that's pretty natural, right? Yeah, but it was an armed guy. I just don't get the whole idea of, uh, you know, guys who are like crave this fantasy of being in a supermarket and it's just yeah. going to get held up and they're like going to be this, you and know, I'm going to save the 15 day. 15 minutes of fame hero, I'm you know, going to bust a cap and <laughs> blow the this guy away. It's like, yeah. That's not how life works. And I'm sure there's a YouTube video that proves seen. me wrong out there, but it's realistically, that's not how life works. And Some it's very rare seen. that that would happen. Dirty Harry too many times. Yeah, something like that. Or Taxi Driver yeah. or, you know, uh, whatever. Whatever Vigilante shit. Death, Death Wish, Bruce Willis. How was that? Awful. You know... Awful. I mean, you in, kept the, saying, in the worst way is that it's a well-made movie. You kept saying, you know... I want to check out this Death Wish movie and see how bad it really is. No, but I, I know you truly it. wanted to see it. I wanted <laughs> to check wanted it out because, it. you know what? I'll tell you what the difference is between the two movies. The one that Charles Bronson made in 1974, the, the monster wasn't so much young street toughs or any one ethnicity. It was New York City itself. Sure. The city was broke. It was filthy. And in a weird way, metaphorically, the city itself became the monster. Does Chicago today resonate anything <coughs> with New York in the 70s back then? First of all, it's not you. Chicago. Uh, secondly, I, I mean, first of all, they shot this mostly in Canada. Well, okay, but it's supposed no, to be no. Chicago. Does Chicago feel like New York of the early 70s? Not at all. Okay. Not even close. Yeah. And... um. It's just an exercise for, you know, might makes right, hooray for the gun. And it could not be more ill-timed than to come out right now. And, um, you know, a good guy with a gun. You know, a little bit of white savior thrown in. Oh, of course. Um, of course. Yeah, Bruce Willis, who ought to be ashamed of himself. I mean, absolutely... One of, the, one of those guys is going to be a really resonant, interesting actor when he wants to be. And you have a feeling he's bought into this Trump narrative of, yeah, what the hell is going on in Chicago, you know? You know, you chase Trump's pussy ass out of the city once, yeah, and he's going to smear us and tar us 
um, as long as he's president, which, you know, yeah. thanks to Robert Mueller, might not be much longer. That's true. That's true. I, I sent you that, that text of that notification I got. and uh, Max, I think they're fixing to kick a board up his orange ass. Yeah, what is, what is, this, what is this exactly? What, what are we talking about here? Special Robert Mueller. Counsel Mueller subpoenas the Trump Organization for documents related to Russia. Is it exactly. Mueller or Mueller? Reported Mueller. by the Mueller. New York Times Mueller. there. You know what he did? Um, not the oh, sorry, Trump, Mueller. Not sorry. the Trump government, <laughs> the Trump business. Yeah, the uh, organization. Yeah, right, Which is right. not protected. There's no way in hell he can claim executive uh, privilege. privilege. And you know that all of that stuff is dirty with collusion. I'm just glad uh, Mueller finally did something. You kept saying, oh, he's going to get him. Son, I'm he's telling you gonna something. He's going to get him. Even this dumb fuck. You have to use great pause when, when you're about to indict the president of the United States. Right, right. I understand. And I have a feeling it's not only him. It's probably Jared Kushner. It's probably Pence, Ryan, Sessions. Because if any or all of them are part of this, uh, it's part of obstruction of justice, and it's, it qualifies as a conspiracy. You know what they may get him on, believe it or not, is a RICO Act. Right. So say they do which get— Which is how they got all of the right. mob in say, New York and Say Chicago. they do get all of these guys you just named through the RICO Act. Who is next on deck? Who would be in charge after that? I mean, it's not going to be Pence if we get Pence. It's Eddie not gonna Ryan. It's not going to be Ryan. Ryan. It would be Ryan. Well, it, you know, allegedly, well, my, my it dad's would be fantasy the is of the that house. he gets he gets got too. Oh no, no, he'll get got. They're all they're all part of the same fucking daisy chain, right? So you know. we don't exactly know what say. Just all these, you know, people in charge just keep going down. Mm-hmm. We don't exactly. You and me. Do you know or have an idea who would be? The next in line president. I mean, there's like somebody who's got to be markedly better than Donald Trump, right? Okay. And if they if they get all these guys, it'll probably have to be a special election. Well, uh, it goes it goes vice it goes president, vice president, speaker of the house, speaker of the house, then, Paul Ryan, then what? And then it's president pro tempore of the Senate, which is Orrin Hatch. So Orrin Hatch. Orrin Hatch. Yeah. Orrin Hatch, welcome to the welcome to the president. And then beyond that, it's Secretary of State. Oh, okay. So, um, but I mean, I think they're nothing but bad choices. Trump's going to go down. I think. I think we're. Gonna yeah. get, I think we'll get stuck with Pence, though. Oh, I don't think so. Depends I mean, on what they get, get him, him on. Depends on what they get him on. He's t- he's too stupid to be left standing. Yeah, honestly, he really is. Jeez, I hope so. They're, they're going to get him as part of the collusion, uh, which constitutes obstruction of justice. Yeah. I'll tell you who's going to rat them all out. Jared Kushner. Well, you know, I hope... I hope. I have a feeling Jared and one of the Trump Tweedledumber, Tweedledumber... Tweedledumber, Tweedledumber. The greasehead... Uh, not uh, Don Jr., the other one. Eric, Eric Trump. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'll never forget Eric Trump. Yeah. Uh, man, yeah, so... I have a feeling. I hope that we start hearing more about the Russian conspiracy as more as opposed to like the por- the porn star conspiracy and Stormy Daniels. I don't really give a shit. Hey, you about know what? That. She she might actually have be part of the chain of evidence that gets them nailed. Hopefully, you know? hopefully. But in terms Look, of like, there's not you know, a lot to admire about Stormy, right? You know, and in fact, 
you got to pity her, you know? I mean, anybody who, like, got porked by Donald Trump, you, you have to feel sorry right, for Right, 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 right. Well, I, it's just so, it's just such an odd image watching that guy have sex. I mean, what, what, what do you think? What do you think that's like? Let's get that out think, of our you think exactly. What, what do you think he does? You think he takes his shoes off first? He's like, yes. Now rub my feet. <laughs> I think. Uh, I think. The, I, mean, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just trying I to think, gross people out. But I, I just. Yeah, you're doing a good job. Yeah. You know, mission accomplished. Yeah. Does, um, I does think. His, where, what does his hair look like after sex? That's a that's a good question. Oh God! I don't ever Probably know like a that, you know a real real uh, rodent. I don't know. I don't it's, know. It would be like if they threw six or seven hundred gerbils into a dryer and just turned yeah. it up full blast. <laughs> That's what it would look like. It's like running over. Uh, no, this is too dark. This is going down. This is going down a dark path. I'm not. Uh, That's okay. Yeah, keep going. I was gonna say it was like running over like a Shih Tzu, like uh, backing backing up and then running over, and it's like you get no. the flat product. But I meant it in like kind of a cartoon way, not like this gory way I just described. Have you seen Cartoon President on Showtime? No, I don't plan on watching it. I don't like my friend Allison uh, was just telling me about yeah. that. She loves it. It's not bad, man. It's pretty good. Nah, I you mean, know. I, I I like I like cartoons, but like there's like this era we're living in where like there's like this forced adult cartoon thing, and it's just like wait a minute, who's forcing you? Was somebody on the no no like it's just like the like the whole like cartoons for adults. It's just so forced. It's just I think so Ar- like, no, I think Archer is great, man. Archer, <laughs> you know? yeah, Archer's great, but that was one of the first ones to do it, and then they kind of saw this like format of like. Oh, you know. Well, there was we Adult get Swim. Adults. I mean, well, Adult Swim, shit. Yeah. Max, Adult Swim been, captured adults, but it wasn't yeah. like Max, you know, South Park. It was, man, I mean, I mean, come on. I guarantee the Simpsons. I guarantee you more. I guarantee you more teens and kids watch South Park than adults. That fact yeah. may be true, but Max, you need to you need to remember that animation started as a as a entertainment for adults. They, yeah. didn't, they didn't realize kids were watching cartoons until Absolutely. TVs in the 60s. Absolutely. Oh, no, yeah. this was also in the 20s and the 30s. Yeah, that's when it was for adults. Okay, yeah. Yeah. That, that may be true. The Freeling Studios, today, Felix the Today yeah. there are people who are like, oh, I want to make cartoons for adults, and we're going to raunch up the humor. And it's just like, it just seems... And what's wrong with that? It just seems too forced, and it just it's like I kind of see it coming. It's like, I don't know. Like, I really didn't care for that one show. Uh, well, one, I don't really like this guy. What, what the hell is his name? What the hell was that show called? Uh, Nick something. Uh, don't know. Oh, him. my God. Yeah, but, dude, what there are tons of show? shows. I, I get your point. There are a lot of yeah. adult-oriented. You know, Rick and Morty's huge right now. There are a lot of adult-oriented cartoons. I've never seen Rick and Morty. I feel Morty. like more kids watch Rick like and Morty, though. That might be one of the funniest television it's shows. It's pretty hilarious, on. yeah. It's absolutely hilarious. I mean, yeah. shit, you watched uh, Amer- um, Modern Fa- the one uh, with the fat guy. Is it American Dad or American oh, Family? Oh, Family Guy. Family Guy. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. I watched that one, so I never laughed so hard in my life. Well, I don't know. You know, I I, I don't know what to, I don't know what to say. It's like, yeah, I can watch Family Guy, but I think that's because I watched it when I was a kid, and it's like comfortable. For I also me to rem- go back. You remember you watching Adult Swim when it was on, and realizing that you and your friends were all baked. It's like 
this isn't really that funny. And then I look at all of them, and their eyes would be half masked, and it's like, Stone. <laughs> the stone. Know? The stone. The stone. They the like stone. the adult swim. The stone. I'm sure we were laughing without, you know, without that when we <laughs> were when one? we were fucking eleven. But yeah, I guess, yeah, I guess we were stoned then. No, not <laughs> when you were eleven. This is when you were like sixteen, seventeen. Yeah, probably. There was that one cartoon with the the pack of fries that talks. Aqua Teen Hunger Force. I yeah. was watching that when I was a kid, and I didn't smoke weed what, what are you talking about that show was hysterical that show is totally bizarre. and i and i'll still watch that show i i don't know what it is if a cartoon adult show comes out this year odds are i'm not gonna watch it <coughs> i don't know what it is i don't know what it is that like ha- mentally makes me stop it's just weird to hear you that. break bad on cartoons because you used to love them i still do i love like my familiar ones and the original ones that I like. I, I don't know. You the know, Trump maybe I've watched the, so many bad modern adult the cartoons. The Trump one's pretty funny, the one on Showtime. It's pretty good. I'm sure that's good. I, You know, I, I don't like... I didn't like... There was a show with fucking rats. I didn't... Cartoon rats. I, I didn't oh, really, that, that uh, natural world thing. Yeah, something on HBO. I don't know. I didn't really like that. You I, know what I, I didn't like about that is that it wasn't drama. There was some show where uh, I think Bill Burr was the main voice of, uh, of the character. I, I didn't really like oh, that. Oh, this show is called... The show on HBO is called Animals. Right. It was called Animals. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was. And that Bill Burr show, I, I don't remember... Uh, <laughs> well, you liked Archer, me... right? Yeah, I did like Archer. You know, what I... I loved about Archer is it was like unrelentingly dirty. You know, it was great. <laughs> yeah, so F is for family. I didn't, I didn't care for that. I don't know. There's just all these. And then, wh- who the hell is that one guy? Nick. Cr- it was Nick Crawl. And I don't know what the hell is. Wait a minute. I know that name from somewhere. Where do we know that from? You should um, Google it. Yeah, I don't know. Nick Crawl. Uh, kind of a creepy name to have. In yeah, show look, look, look behind you. That guy. Well, well, maybe I'll just. Yeah, just show it to me so I don't have to, like, break. Oh, wait a minute. There's no picture. Yeah, well, it's, it's loading. I thought uh, it was Crawl, C R A W L. Yeah, Nick Crawl. He's, I mean, I don't know. I never. Never found him funny, uh, but he's got his own cartoon. Looks like he works. I feel like an asshole, like talking about him being like, I never found him funny. But oh, (coughs) so his cartoon is called Big Mouth. Looks like he works. And I just never, I just never found Big Mouth to be funny, and everyone fucking loves it, and I hate it. It's oh man, I don't mean to be, I don't mean to be like negative on cartoons. I mean, keep making them. I'm sure they're good. I actually, it's just every I love cartoons. I find myself staring so hard into my phone when someone turns that shit on. I'm like, oh my. Do you have you ever watched the old Looney Tunes ones? Yeah, I liked those I when I was those, a kid. Man. Yeah, and I and to a degree, I can probably watch those better than I can watch. Oh, amen, man! This they were, big mouth show. You know what I'm saying? They were it's, rendered in like you know ink and watercolor, and they were beautifully drawn. Yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. I, I love those the Looney Tunes and the Merry Melodies. They were beautifully drawn. Yeah, they were. I mean, and they it, were it, more often than not pretty funny. Mel Blanc. They uh, had great the sound. Guy did the voices. They had great, yeah. yeah, he's a he was a treasure. American. Oh, treasure. amen. Man. Oh, yeah. How many different voices did he do in his life? Man, a ton. I watched an interview with him on Letterman, or it was probably um, 
the Tonight Show, Johnny Carson, and he just you know was just going through them, you know, uh, Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck, Porky Pig, Porky Pig, you know, uh, Daffy Duck. I loved. You're despicable. I think the last animated movie I liked was Sausage Party. I, I know we passed that up in the computer there. I actually liked that. That was that was funny. I didn't see it. Well, Nick Nick Kroll is in that, right? But yeah, he yeah, is in that. But that. you know, I I didn't like his character. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I, I I don't know who he played. Uh, uh, Sausage no, Party you was alright. You know, it's so funny. I like I dislike the show Big Mouth more than I like you know dislike. Nick Kroll. Nick Kroll has his moments, man. I just, I don't know, man. I'm just, I find myself, I'm not always laughing hysterically well, I'm, I'm at his little, stuff like everyone else does. I'm a little weirded out because I've noticed you watching podcasts constantly. A little weirded out? Yeah. Why are you weirded out and by ha- that? And how do you watch a, pa- a podcast? Well, Joe Rogan has one that has a camera. Huh? Yeah, but I don't. Uh, like, Max likes. I don't him, religious. I don't. No, dude, you're kind of painting a wrong picture. I don't religiously follow this guy, but I do when he has an interesting guest, or there's a, something interesting in the video. Yeah, like the caption. Then yeah, I'm gonna click it I and listen like, and I, watch. Yeah. And he's a smart guy. I do he's, like that he goes after some assholes. You know that's good. well. He has a lot of assholes on his show too, but. It's also a good thing so you can see what these assholes are thinking and you could see, you know, the thing about him is he plays a lot of devil's advocate and he likes to play the contrarian and challenge his guests to see how Mm -hmm. smart they are, to see, you know, how quick they are and to see what they'll do, you know, in certain situations when they're confronted. I like that. The guy who destroys me in podcasts. Joey Diaz, he's amazing. When he talks about beating the, the beating the shit out of a nun. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just think it's the greatest thing I've ever heard. He's hilarious. He's, well, yeah. he, he was like, he was a kid, so he was making a case for defending himself. Yeah, I had to beat up a nun. You know what I mean, mm-hmm. dude? Holy shit, we got questions. Oh no, kidding! Really? <laughs> we got questions. Holy Christ! Wait, wait, wait! So, <laughs> should we answer the questions now? Yeah, answer yeah. A yeah, of yeah, them? yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, we got questions. No, we're not going to answer any. We're two talks. two questions from a guy named Rochambeau Eleven. Oh, Rochambeau's from uh, Patriot Man. Rochambeau Eleven. Yeah, love the show and really digging the short stories. I'm curious what you think of Jerry Seinfeld's comedians' cars getting getting coffee, coffee series. This is, comedians in cars getting coffee. Sorry, I read that totally wrong. You know, uh, I'm assuming you want to punch Jerry in the face, yeah, as do I. Yeah, exactly. But I like the improv of it all, and some of the guests are very entertaining. I would be happy if have anybody else seen, did that show. Have you seen the one with Louis C.K.? I thought it was brilliant. Seeing all the cool old cars is fun, too. Okay, I'm finished with the question. I'm sorry, kid. Okay. Uh, I, I've watched it because he did one with Obama. But Jer- I've never liked Jerry Seinfeld. I never watched Seinfeld. Your loss. No, my favorite uh, loss. iteration of that show is Larry David's show. Who? yeah. I just found Jerry Seinfeld. They're both Seinfeld. great shows. <laughs> Whatever happens when you do the other sock and the dryer, you know, it's like. <laughs> <I just laughs> that was kind of good. Yeah, I'm not bad at that. 
I I just get tired of his uh, smug shit. I never I never liked any of those characters on Seinfeld. That thought, show was great writing. What is it about these four selfish assholes that people just want to watch every week? I, the I characters are all all four of them are different from each Fucking other. They're dicks. all thought yeah. out. They're all original, unique characters. The scenarios and all they get in you don't are actually know. the scenarios they get in are actually funny. I like the one guy. It's a great tool for writing. Yeah. Curb is too, but Jerry Seinfeld is just as good. It's like a 30-minute Curb's, Curb's my favorite, man. Curb's great. Uh, Louis now, C.K., I'm gonna ask have you, you seen this, the though. one with Louis C.K.? No? No. no. Okay. I'm going to ask you this, though. Do you think Curb is better than Seinfeld? Yeah, but Same who, here. Who, who cares? I mean, Jerry Seinfeld is so good. Seinfeld you know is what? timeless. I've seen maybe three or four of them. And I hate those characters so much. You just want to hit them all in the face, you know? Yeah. My favorite guy yeah, I, I was the soup nuts. I don't know guy. what to tell you. This is just kind of strengthening the argument that it's really good writing. <coughs> True that. They're such ass. Like, how do they be? How are they? How were they assholes for eight seasons? Time and time again. Assholes for their whole life. It's amazing. Uh, okay, so he asked a second question. He goes. Is it true that you guys used? <laughs> is it true that you guys used Rochambeau to decide whose name goes first on the website? <laughs> fifty times they did it. Fifty fucking times. How'd they do that? Someday I hope they put out a gag reel of this show. He's talking about Patriot. Oh yeah, yeah. Also, I learned that you can't miss anything while watching. I went to the fridge and completely missed the dentist naked in the police station the first time around. Isn't Holy shit, was that a funny scene. So, I think he... Okay, so, he counted how many times they did the Rochambeau yeah. in the scene. It's 50 it actually, times. But he's asking... 40. The question is, he's asking, is it true that you guys, I think he means me and you, yeah. use Rochambeau to decide whose name goes on first for the show and the website. No, we just we just thought that Max and Tony sounded no, better than yeah, Tony and Max. Well, the name, I think, you know, we were struggling with the name for so for long. For six months. For so, it was like a six month setback. Sure. What were the names we were thinking? Of? I mean, we were also collecting equipment and stuff like yeah. that. Uh, but we wanted to call it Underworld, and then I wanted I wanted Radio to call it Western Avenue. Yeah, because we were going to record it originally in the studio yeah, on Western thank Avenue. Thank God we didn't. And I, I pitched like Fast Times uh, on Western Avenue. Yeah, because yeah, <laughs> no, I really no, wanted it. It would have sucked. Really it. Um, we were just like, I I don't know who eventually kind of called it out. Eventually, we came to a point where we we're like, "Dude, let's just do something yeah, kind of more the, natural." Let's just do the fucking and then show. He goes, "Yeah, like the Tony and Max show," and I go, "No, the Max and Tony show." No, I'm kidding. But uh, oh, that, that would have been great. You started uh, run with that. Yeah, no, no. I, but I, you know, <laughs> never, <laughs> maybe never, that did happen. Maybe never, that happen. never let the truth get in the way of a good story. Exactly. Oh, but and, and speaking of truth, by the way, for the viewers who may not know what rant. Uh, uh, what is it? What's the Rochambeau? Rochambeau is rock scissors. Is rock paper. paper scissors? So no, we didn't play rock paper scissors to get the title. It, we did a lot of bouncing back and forth. We played like tennis more. It was like we were bouncing ideas back to each other. 
<coughs> and then eventually we just met half court and we're like, so what do you what do you really want to do? Once yeah. you said, you know, uh, the Max and Tony show, I said, that sounds great. Let's just do that. It, well, yeah, the you reason know. it's not the Tony and Max show is to, at least to me, it just it just doesn't sound as quick and snappy as the no. Max and Tony show. And I also thought, you're the one who understands this medium far better than I do. You know, I worked for a radio station. In fact, my radio station just closed last week, uh, which we'll get to. The Loop. Yeah, Yeah, The Loop. Yeah, well, um, before we go on anywhere, I, I thought, you know, Rochambeau, I know that was rock, paper, scissors in mm-hmm. the show, yeah. but... When I was first introduced to the idea of Rochambeau, it's a game where two people stand face to face and then one guy it's like it's like the game Mercy. Yeah. Kick someone in their nuts and then the next person kicks the other person in their nuts and whoever like gives up loses, obviously. You can't really quit you gotta kick go harder a woman each time. Nuts so you know. Yeah, we're, Patriot. It was I, Elliot and uh, Michael, and I think yeah, yes, he would have felt bad uh, <laughs> kicking, kicking her, in the, her in the crotch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm know. not. I'm not referring to Patriot whatsoever. I'm referring to that Rochambeau is also a game where you kick two men kick each other in the nuts. Yeah, as hard as they can, and mm. one guy has to give up eventually. I I would give up immediately. I'd give up before. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's just... I would kick the I'm guy... I'm just saying, I'm just saying. It's I would a, kick the guy in the nuts, thing. and then I would surrender. It's like, oh, hey, man, it's all you. You win. Well, I have to say, I'm really excited that we had two questions on the website. Yeah, I'm I'm thrilled. And, if we could get um, more, wait, that would I'm be great. I'm amazed. Who, who, who sent the question in again? <coughs> it was Rochambeau11, and I'm going to answer him right now. Hey, thank you for the question. We should give him some. We just answered it. What do you got, Tony? Should we mail him some of my lozenges? <laughs> Tom, Max, Tommy's won three lozenges. Here's the halls. <laughs> you want? Yeah. Them. Yeah, Tom. You know we're, we're throwing halls, it around from the halls of medicine. He he's won three lozenges from the Max and Tony show. And you too can win some lozenges. If you write into the show. Exactly. Yeah. So so the Loop folded up their tent last week. Yeah, How many the, years were they on the air? They were on the air for 40 years. Four, no way. Four yeah. decades. The Loop? Four decades, yeah. What? Yeah. That's crazy. 1977. And replaced with a Christian radio yeah, the, format. No yeah. way. I was very happy to... Hear that Steve Dahl suggested that the last song they play is Highway to Hell. And it was. It turns over. Yeah. Wow. And I hear he did an amazing job, you know, kind of shepherding the last day of broadcast. It um, would have been cool if you and Buzz reviewed like a shitty movie one last time. Max, you know what? Nobody called me, you know? I mean. Oh, um, no. Well, he no, didn't, no, he, I'm not. About, look, I've been gone since. Uh, 1996. Yeah, yeah. You know. so it's been it's been a while. Twenty been a long, long time. But, you you know. know, the whole reason this podcast is even in existence, and the whole reason I pitched this idea was because of having to hear about your glory days from the loop, man. Really, I, I was not really aware that I actually had any glory loved days. you 
People loved you on 97.9. You know, people 9. still talk to me about it. Sometimes I'll get in, a, uh, in an Uber or a Lyft. Or yeah. Somebody will hear me talking, you know, in a restaurant or something. They still recognize my voice. And I, you know, the loop was a 50,000-watt radio station. So you're never really aware of the power of that kind of construct and, and where it lands in the culture. Until people, you know, walk up to you and say, hey, I used to listen to you on the loop. And it's like, um, I had mixed feelings. I mean, I felt like the station that I really loved um, died a long time ago. You know, I mean, died. uh, Why is that? I felt like when the Mormons bought us in the the, uh, 90s, when Bonneville bought us. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, everything changed. You know, when I first started working there, it was owned by Evergreen Media. Right. And their whole philosophy is uh, let the inmates run the asylum. And you know what? Um, everybody was very happy with that. Yeah. And that sounds pretty we got liberating. Away, we got away with fucking murder, you know. Um, and after Bonneville bought us, they were a Mormon company out of Canada, right? Um they would do this bullshit, like say, uh, you're going to interview Cy Sperling, the hair club for men guy? Yeah. Because he's an advertiser. But, you know, pretend it's not about you interviewing an advertiser. And I would say, first of all, I'm not fucking interviewing Cy Sperling. I went bald, honestly. I would never tell anybody to get hair plugs or any of that horse shit. Yeah. And it turned into this battle of the wills, you know. And um, finally, I just really didn't enjoy it anymore. Mm-hmm. And Gabby, Gabby was very, very little, and you know she was beginning to walk and smile. And I mean, I I just thought I'm missing my children's childhood to right. be on the fucking radio. <laughs> In a job where I just don't really like it anymore. Yeah, you often tell that story um, about how you got to interview Studs Turkle on yeah. the loop. Yeah, and then, you know, the next day the radio management guy goes, uh, uh, you had some guy on last night talking about unions, some big pro-union guy. And yeah. Some old guy. And I said, uh, that was Studs Turkle. He's won the Pulitzer Prize. And he's dignified your business, moron, for the last 50 years. Yeah. He goes, well, our audience really doesn't read. And that's what tore it for me. I thought... Yeah, that was the the last straw, right? Yeah, yeah. It was like, well, he thinks our audience is stupid. And it was just time for me to go. I mean, I I will say this, though. I met a lot of really great people. Yeah, that's what I want to ask. Who... Could Buzz, you give like you know? your t- but okay yeah of course coworkers of course uh, could you name your top five? We'll exclude studs out of this because we've told the stud story yeah quite yeah. often. We'll just assume he's number one. If you can give me two through six, okay, uh, you know, radio of, guys of, of no no of guests you had on your show or or people oh, you wow. got to just meet you know maybe Tobias Wolf who wrote uh, right right. This Boy's Life and then mm-hmm. Pharaoh's Army, and uh, who is just uh, a phenomenal interview. Mm-hmm. Um, Penn Jillette, you know, he was very yeah. often a guest. 
And all you had to do was start a conversation and then sit back and Penn's ball would roll. Yeah. I mean, he was the most absolutely natural radio guy I ever met in my life. And he's not even really a radio guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's But just like a us, he has a podcast. Oh, and and a great conversationalist, a really uh great incredibly smart guy. He's and, a great storyteller. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, the bear joke, you know. Yeah. Um, God, yeah, they were great. Uh, one night we talked to um, uh, James Lee Burke, cool. who wrote yeah. all of these great novels set in New Orleans. Yeah. And he was... Uh, he's a crime novelist? He's a crime yeah, novelist, yeah. and he's a lovely guy. I mean, a real gentleman. Yeah. Uh, also, Ernie Rizzo, who was an actual private eye. Wow. And he's no longer with us, but Ernie used to do all those tricks, like when he was following a car, he would, uh, you know, walk up to the car beforehand, take a screwdriver and poke a hole in the taillight so he could tell which one he was following. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we wore a toupee and drove a porch, and, you know, I mean, he kind of thought of himself as like Magnum P.I. or Mannix or... Uh, he got indicted for some shit, too, but I mean, <laughs> I really enjoyed him. Also, William Romer, who wrote Man Against the Mob, and he knew the whole, he was stationed here in Chicago, so yeah. he knew the whole Chicago mob story. They were great. Uh, I interviewed Isabel Allende once, who wrote House of the Spirits. Mm-hmm. Um, we had no shortage of terrific interviews. Yeah. Yeah, you gave me. Yeah, I mean, you just gave me six people there. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, you, you did, didn't you interview uh, Ray Manzarek from The Doors? Yeah. <laughs> That's, yeah, that didn't go well. That always. Yeah, what, that, yeah. what was Ray like? That always sticks uh, out. Kind of a um, really humorless guy. Really? Oh, what yeah. a bummer. Uh, yeah. And. Um, we interviewed Bill Maurer very early on when he had a show called oh, wow. Politically Incorrect when it was on Channel 7. Did you get along with him? Yeah, he was great. You yeah. know, he called in and uh, we talked to Seika because she had a show on, on The Loop. And yeah. She was an adult actress and um, she had a show about adult sex. Adult actress? Yeah. She was. Uh, she had a show on uh, about sex where she was telling... You know, teenagers in the mid-90s, she was saying, look, I understand you got to do it, do it. Absolutely use condoms. And these right. are other things you can do. I mean, she really, beyond all the snickering and stuff and all the condescension, she really served a, a greater purpose. Mm-hmm. You know? Sure, and, yeah. uh, and she was kind of the, you know, porn star you could bring home to meet your mom. She was so nice. <laughs> you know, I'm serious. And... um <coughs> and then um, all the other personalities you got to work with, you know, Buzz Kilman. Yeah. Who uh, was just one of the most natural uh, radio guys I ever met. Mm-hmm. And actually one of the greatest sidekicks in the history of this medium. Yeah. Um, you guys seemed like you had a great time. Yeah, we sure did. I mean, in, in I wouldn't have wound up in radio without knowing Buzz. You know? Yeah. Uh, who introduced you guys? Uh, Demi? Jonathan Demi. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we met in, uh, we met at the uh, 
the Cat Club in New York. Yeah. Jonathan Dummy was there to see a band called Wooden Tops, which he swore was going to kind of take over, you know, the rock and roll world. They didn't. <laughs> and um, he just bought a bunch of my drawings. So I wasn't sure it was him. I'd seen him in an interview. I didn't know. But there was this guy wearing these kind of wonky, like, 50s, you know, horn frame glasses. Yeah. So I walked up to this guy, and I said, is that guy's name Jonathan? And he just kind of nodded his head and looked at me with this look like, you know, what do you want? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I walked up to Jonathan, I introduced myself. We had a, we were having a great conversation. And I noticed this guy standing behind me with a beer bottle by the neck. It's yeah. Buzz. Yeah, it's Buzz, right. And I looked at him, I said, what are you thinking? And he goes, well, you approached my friend in a very menacing manner, and we became tight as ticks ever since then, you know? <laughs> Um, it's ridiculous, but but awesome. Yeah, the guy, I, awesome. I, the guy I admired the most was Buzz. You know, is Buzz still on the air? Um, I don't know. You know, I mean, we still talk once in a while. I think he does stuff. Uh, he's been back and forth with Brandmeier and with and, and, and with Steve Dahl. You know, at different times. Yeah, I don't know his exact employment status right now. Oh man! Well, we other should... than I know, he's got a broadcast line built, you know, right into his house, so yeah. he, he never has to leave his house. You know, I did get a question uh, from someone w while we were in Paris. Actually, uh, someone was asking, "Is Buzz going to be on this podcast at all?" And I told, the "I guy, sure hope so." Yeah, I hope so, and we're planning. We plan on having. Yeah, him, you yeah know? absolutely. So, uh, yeah, I mean, Buzz is definitely invited, and uh, if. He didn't know this is his official invite. Buzz, please come on the, the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. And tell some stories. Julian, really my good it. man, it is time. Yeah. That's his actual name. Don't don't reveal his real name. Oh, no, he come does on. all the time. What are you, the feds? No, he always does. <laughs> Believe me. He's not demonized by him. Um, but in answer to the question, I mean, you know, I enjoyed getting to know guys like Danny Bonaducci, who mm -hmm. was just crazed. Yeah. You know, he just... It's so weird. Um, you had the best things to say about that guy. When yeah. When I was a kid, I didn't I didn't think much of it, but I just always knew the name. And now I'm watching this guy years later. He's talking about, like, all of his, like, Hollywood, oh, like, God. his, his had, life, yeah, his problems. Yeah. And I'm like, wow. No well, wonder we, my dad uh, loved this yeah. guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's... he's if he was uh, if he was an animal spirit, he'd be a pond full of otters. You know, yeah. he likes to have fun. Um, and you know, I met my my pal Dave Logan, who's yeah. of course been in touch with us. Mm -hmm. He was my boss for a time. Larry Wirt, um, who I adored, and uh, most of my bo some of my bosses there I didn't like at all. But Larry, I just I was crazy about him. You know, um, Wendy Snyder, who I worked with. Mm -hmm. Is my on-air partner for a while. Yeah, we fought like cats and dogs, but she was great and a first-rate human being. You know, um, Steve Jesus, who is to this day one of my best friends, Steve Swanson. Uh, mostly the people who kind of worked in the producers' booth and behind the scenes. Uh, you know, when they told me the loop was going down, I, I expected not to have any feelings about it. And weirdly, I kind of did. I was kind of saddened that um, uh, two or three of the people that I worked with who were such 
luminously wonderful people. Uh, Sandy Stahl, Cindy Gatziolas, and uh, another gentleman um, have, you know, passed on, have passed away. Yeah. And I've kind of become reacquainted with some of the guys who worked as producers who were hysterical. Um, Jimmy Weiser, Artie Kennedy. I mean, these guys were very funny. No, I mean, yeah. they, were, they were guys who should have wound up with their own shows, to be honest with you. You tell me nothing but these... I mean, I've heard all these names before, and there's always a story to go along with these names. I mean, dude, for as much... I mean, I, I feel like for as much... You know, you have... It was a. It seemed like you kind of left on a sour note. Yeah, yeah. But you have more great stories from that time. Oh, you bet. You bet. You know why, Max? Ones, you know it's, why? We got away with murder. <laughs> well, uh, I think we should close there, you know. Rest Absolutely. In, rest in peace, The Loop, you know. Yeah, rest in peace, The Loop. I am going to miss you. I never it was, thought I would, but... I am going to miss you. It was a true inspiration um, for me because it, it, it's the whole reason I I got to pitch this show. I mean, I've only heard so many little... <laughs> <coughs> Sorry, guys. My dad's dead, ladies and gentlemen, and no. that's the Max and Tony show, episode 25. Uh, no, but uh, it was, a, you know, The Loop was a true inspiration and, and you know helping this show become what it what mm. it was. Oh my fucking god, you're eating you're eating a cough <laughs> yeah. drop over my that's fucking kind of, outro. That's All the kind right. of shit I can you know, get away with it. <laughs> rest, rest, rest in peace the loop. Not on this podcast, uh, buddy. All right, all right. Um rest in peace the loop. Uh you inspired the Max and Tony show more ways than one. Uh thank you for tuning in, people. Hey guys, this is Max Fitzpatrick of the Max and Tony Show. We just want to thank you guys for tuning in to our 25th episode. Sponsored by Forbidden Root Beer. Next time you're in Chicago, check out their brewery on 1746 West Chicago Avenue. Big shout out to Park Walk Productions, home of the Max and Tony Show. Don't forget to check out Adventureland Gallery and the Dime Showroom at 1513 Northwestern. We are currently showing Veiled Landscapes by David Obermeyer. If you want to check this episode out, get caught up on some old episodes, go to themaxandtonyshow.com. Themaxandtonyshow.com. It'll have all the old episodes. You can ask us questions as well. We just answered two of them. Ask away. We love these questions. And, uh, you know, please. And stay tuned next time for our 26th episode, The Half Year Mark. Woo!